Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Edwin, Andrew, it's Friday. It is Friday. December 24th, the year of our Lord 2021. Here we are. What are you doing here? I really appreciate your willingness to sit at this mic when you should be out finishing up. I got lots of shopping All to do today. All the shopping to do today. <laughs> I I pretty much probably have every bit of my shopping. To I do bet today. a lot of people are running around very nervous, very frantic, and so I think it's fantastic to take just a moment, take a breath, get in the word, get where you need to be right. <laughs> Absolutely. Here we are at the end of Matthew chapter sixteen. It is Friday, so of course it we want to highlight the fact that in for us the most important thing that's happening this weekend is on December twenty sixth. It we're going to be meeting, that way this year. Yeah, we're going to be meeting with our brothers and sisters, and we're going to be worshiping God. So That's we'd love to have you here with week. us. With the Christians that meet on Livingston Avenue, you can get to christiansmeethere.org to get our times and the different classes and things we've got going on. So we'd love to see you here this Sunday. But now I'm going to wrap up the chapter, Matthew chapter 16, beginning at verse 24, reading from the English Standard Version. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. So he talks about denying self, taking up a cross, and following him. Yes, he does. Right on the heels of rebuking Peter. I find it's fascinating in Matthew's telling of this and Jesus saying this to his disciples, to his followers, because he's just said he is going to go to Jerusalem. He is going to be, uh, you know, suffer affliction at the hands of the priests and the scribes. He's going to be killed. He's going to be raised on the third day. Peter takes issue with that. He tells him, uh, Jesus tells him, that he calls him Satan, says, get behind me. You're not mindful of the things of God. You're mindful of the things of men. Not only is Jesus here prophesying his death and resurrection on the third day, but he says, if you're going to be my disciple, if you're going to follow me, then actually you're going to deny yourself. You're going to take up a cross. Whoa. Well, this is the this is the struggle I think we have. I, again, trying to look at myself. It's, it's very easy. I mean, we say this all the time. It's so easy to throw the apostles, Peter, under the bus for the things that they say and do here. How can you not understand this, Peter? Well, Why I, would you? I'm not saying that. No, sorry. The point I, I was trying to drive at was to say, not only is, is Jesus correcting Peter to say, yeah, I really am going to go to Jerusalem, but saying, and you're going to Follow me. Right. This is, this is for you, too. I, I wasn't rebuking you for throwing Peter under the bus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that what we can do is often do that, but what Jesus turns around and does, this is where it hits me, okay? Because, well, I don't have a bit of a question about whether or not Jesus was going to go to a cross. I don't have a problem with that at all. I believe it. I know he did it. I would never question that. I would never deny that. But you want to know what I often deny? 
that I have to go to a cross. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get to. This is where I am. So I, I actually end up being like Peter mm-hmm. because, you know, you know, Peter comes to Jesus. Oh, you're the Messiah. You're the Christ. You should never have to go to a cross. Right, right. And what I do is, well, I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God. I should be blessed. I should be blessed beyond measure. I should have my best life now. I should never have to go to a cross. I should never have to sacrifice. It should never cost me my job. It should never cost me my family. It should never cost me my car or my reputation or or, or my influence. I should never get canceled. This would be awful. I should never lose my livelihood. That Surely God doesn't expect that of me. I'm a Christian. But I'm actually, when I do that, making the exact same mistake that Peter made in the last paragraph. Again, it's not that I question whether Jesus should go to a cross. Well, yeah, he should. That's the only way I can be saved. But now I'm saved. I'm one of his. And so I shouldn't have to follow in his footsteps. But Jesus is saying, no, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to follow in his footsteps. It's not the first time he said it, by the way, here in Matthew. No. He actually said it back in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 38. That's right. And he talked about the fact that we're supposed to take up a cross. Yeah, he did. There is there is he was talking about the fact that we might even lose family. Yeah, he this. talked about that he had brought the sword. He said, I'm I didn't come to bring peace. I brought a sword. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. And his whole idea was that you know what, your kids may abandon you on this. Your parents mm-hmm. may abandon you on this. Your spouse may abandon you on this. That's having a cross. That's carrying the cross and bearing the cross. And what I have a tendency to do is, well, God would never expect this kind of extreme sacrifice from me. Uh, and I just kind of throw that out there sometimes in, in my own mind to to keep from, well, carrying the cross. There's, uh, there's some values taught here. When he asks these questions, like in verse 26, for what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? There's this idea of saving a life. Um, you want to preserve your life, but Jesus says what you want is to preserve your soul. You may lose your life to save it for my sake, right? Uh, but nothing is more important than your soul. Nothing is more valuable than your soul. We've talked about the idea of what's this kingdom going to look like or be like Uh, throughout this 16th chapter, and it is going to be a spiritual kingdom. Uh, It's going to come with power. In fact, there's going to be an establishment of it before even those of that generation would taste death. That's what he's saying here, which is another one of those time markers going, you know, way back to when we started on Monday discerning the signs of the time and Mm -hmm. you and i talked about how there's a verse that gets taken out of context for people to say somehow jesus has never established a kingdom but before the chapter's over he says this is going to be here before this generation all dies and Mm -hmm. is all gone um well remember so do you want to be a part of it right yeah and when you're going to be a part of it it's going to be a, a way of sacrifice yeah, okay. You know what? I was about to say, remember a couple of weeks ago, but now I, I, I realize that I'm mixing sermons that I've preached versus actual text that we've talked about. We this haven't is, gotten this to is ma- a, This is an occupational hazard yeah. for people who are preaching and teaching classes. And yeah. Doing, yeah, yeah. We say a lot. We got to Matthew 19 <laughs> in a sermon that I preached a few weeks ago. We're not in Matthew 19 yet here on Text Talk. In Matthew 19, we're going to meet a fella who comes to Jesus and says, what can I do to inherit eternal life? And what Jesus basically says is, give up your life. 
Give up yeah. all this stuff that, that you think makes up your life. You think your possessions make up your life and they don't. Give that up. Now, twice in Matthew, Jesus, Matthew presents Jesus saying, you need to carry your cross. Mm-hmm. And what that means is, is you're going to give up your life so you can have a real life. All this stuff that you think makes up your life. All of this stuff that you think, you think it's through this that you're going to have life. I'm telling you it's not. It's through Jesus that you're going to have life. In that, uh, in that seminal teaching in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 6, verse 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to yeah, you. Yeah, and your life is more than food, and your life is more than clothing. It's another way of him getting at this again. It's kind of that wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is interesting to me that Matthew brings this up twice. When you recognize in the ancient times, when, when look, if you were going to write something, you needed to use an economy of words. Mm-hmm. It's not like... You and uh, me, who can run down to Staples or Office Depot, buy a ream of paper, run it through a copier, and, oh, that was a mistake, let's go buy another one. Or even digitally, you know, we write nonsense, put it on Twitter, and apparently it's going to exist till the end of time. Yes. When you're writing on the these resources that they had, you're like, okay, every word has to count. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have room to to just write anything and everything. So for Matthew to write these things twice demonstrates the importance Jesus is driving this home, and Matthew is driving this home. Jesus went to a cross. We need to carry the cross. If we're going to walk in a manner worthy of his good news, we're going to walk carrying the cross, which means there is going to be sacrifice. And and it the faith is that everything that people in this world believes makes up life, mm-hmm. that gives life meaning and value, he's saying you're realizing that it's actually something completely different from that. That's not what makes life. That's not what gives value. And and we're going to walk in a different way, and it's it's going to be noticeably different. So there are some things that are worth denying yourself to obtain. That if I deny myself now, it will be worth it later. Okay, that is a value that is really quickly going away from our society and our culture. Mm-hmm. We live in an instant gratification you know, give it to me, give it to me now, whatever I want, I got to have it and I got to have it now. Um, and, and Jesus teaches us a way of about a discipline and an approach to life that says, no, what, what really matters and what's really valuable, you don't even get in this life. Well, the leaven of our culture is whatever makes me feel good in this moment is all I need to pursue. I don't need to worry about history and tradition, or I don't need to worry about teaching from my parents or my grandparents or even from this ancient book called the Bible. But the other thing I don't have to worry about is what's coming next. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what consequences might be tomorrow or next week or next year or 10 years from now or in eternity. All that matters is making this moment feel as good as possible. And Jesus is highlighting that's not where real life is. Real life is not in making this moment feel as good as possible. Real life is is in recognizing that, well, this isn't real life. Real life is what is to come. We're in the shadow lands right now, if I can... Borrow a phrase, a phrase from C.S. Lewis. We're yeah. in the Shadowlands right now. We're not in the reality. Reality is is what we're going to experience in eternity. Yeah, but we try to uh, we try to hold both, don't we? Don't we try to find a way to kind of have the world 
and the save my soul. Well, I'm afraid I do that far too often. Yeah. I, and I'm afraid that, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's a concern for me and I, I, uh, you know, what's funny. I was about to say, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too extreme about this. And of course that's the problem, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, carrying a cross is an extreme thing. Yeah. And yet, um, I, I'm afraid I do spend too much time trying to, you know, shave off those edges and, and sand them down so they're not quite as sharp and that the splinters on the, on the cross are not quite as uh, painful. Yeah. And maybe if we can kind of cut off the bottom of the cross so it's not quite as heavy and that's going to be a problem. What is it that you want to gain? What is it that you want to have? I mean, really, he he's asking us to choose because because you know what you you. Well, let me just say this. Uh, let me, uh, yeah, because I, I lost my word. <laughs> That's okay. When he's saying to choose, it seems that the choice is between our soul and the world. But the reality is that's no choice at all. Because if I pick the world, you know what I don't get? I don't get the world. Yeah. I, see, this, this is the deal. So few people even get close to that. You don't get the world. Well, the thing is, is what's happening to this world? John tells us in his letters, passing it's away. passing away. So when I put all my hopes in this world, I find out that the, well, this world is just going to burn up. Yeah, it doesn't. And, and so what was it? Jim Elliott who said, you, you know, you're not a fool if you give up what you can't keep to gain what you can't lose. Mm-hmm. And what a, what a powerful statement. You know, if I choose the world, it's very sad because I'm not going to get the world. Yeah. If I choose true life, which is through Jesus Christ, then I get life. And even if I had the world, it would not be the bargaining chip for my soul. No. You know, the other part of this is Peter is mindful of the things of men, not the things of God, telling Jesus, it's not for you to go to Jerusalem and die. Far be it from you. And yet that's what must be given in exchange for my soul. And for Peter's soul, for everyone's soul, Jesus needs to go to Jerusalem to die, to rise again. He needs to go, and particularly to die upon the cross, because I've got nothing to give in exchange for my soul. I have to have a Savior, which means I must come through Christ, which means I must come Christ's way, which is to deny self, take up my cross, follow him wherever he leads. And that's where life is. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we're out of time. so it's friday we'd love to see you on sunday as we worship the god who sent his son jesus to die for us on a cross as we work to encourage one another to carry our cross how about we go ahead and wrap up with a prayer our great god and father we thank you for this day and um, for a season father where hopefully we and our neighbors are more mindful of of you of your goodness of your grace and yet at a time, Father, where it's easy to have our eyes averted by, by distractions, by new things, Father, even to become covetous, uh, please, Father, protect us from that. Help us to be mindful, Father, that this world is passing away, that it's not about gaining it here, and there's nothing here that we can give in exchange for our soul. But truly, Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Truly, in your plan, he died for us rose again. And Father, we want life, everlasting life, a soul, a home in heaven for you. Father, help us not to get confused. Help us not to trade anything for that, but to cling to Christ. In his name, for your glory. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. 
I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.